Well, welcome to Hometown Novel News. I'm Mike Brown, and uh, and as many of you may know me as T.M. Brown, I'm a Southern author of three published novels, uh, with the fourth coming uh, in July, officially, since I last spoke with you. Kohler Books has uh, announced that uh, July 18th will be the launch date for The Last Laird of Saplo, a historical novel about the story Georgia Coast. And I'll kind of leave that kind of hanging because this is not about me. But more importantly, um, I'm also the founding president of Hometown Novel Writers Association, uh, based right here in beautiful, historic Noonan, Georgia. And I'm also uh, sit on the board for the Noonan Carnegie Library Foundation, which has been very enlightening for me and getting the opportunities to uh, see more of Noonan's uh, wonderful literary heritage that, uh, that uh, comes for, to us through the, the foundation. Well, this month's edition of Hometown Novel Nights, we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of locally owned independent bookstores. And I've got two special guests this morning. But before I introduce them, allow me to share a word about independent bookstores. I think there might be some interesting facts that you may want to be aware of or not be aware of. You know, so what are independent bookstores and how did how is that defined? You know, today we can buy books from the comfort of our sofa grab our phone and at home bang you know we've ordered books from places like amazon but did you know the notion of selling books online galvanized amazon into the vital shopping behemoth that has become long before you could order everything from band-aids to wd-40 to monkey wrenches to how to fix your car amazon got to start with books and selling books and uh, it grew from there in recent years, audiobooks have boomed with Amazon's introduction of Audible, its audiobook platform, and it seems to be growing. But in the heels of Amazon's massive footprint altering the publishing world, traditional chain stores such as Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, well, just to name a few, have been racing to compete. Sadly, though, there are even some large brick-and-mortar bookstores who have fell victim to the changes in the marketplace. Yet amidst this vast, ever-changing landscape of virtual and brick-and-mortar bookselling, thousands upon thousands of independent book retailers continue to mark their presence throughout local communities across the country, and certainly right here in Noonan, Georgia as well. And I imagine everyone listening to this podcast can name their favorite local independent bookstore. Maybe the Noonan Book Company might be one, or the Corner Arts Gallery uh, here in Noonan as well. Unlike the massive serpentine aisles of bookshelves you might find at a corporate bookstore at Barnes & Noble or Books A Million, or the hordes of booksellers and classics stacked on shelves at Walmart or Target, among these mega bookstore environs, what is customer service like? Are booksellers wandering about offering helpful insight to make your book search more inviting and less confusing? I doubt it. But enter an independent bookstore, one that supports and appreciates and connects with the local community, you know, one that invests back into the local community. You know, they hire local, they pay local taxes, and their profits remain in the community. Not some far-removed corporate headquarters interested in anything more than increasing profit for their stockholders. It is here that you see the personalized service that 
you would hope to get to help you look for the next great book to read. And then worse yet, Amazon, Apple Books, and other virtual readers don't offer you anything more than the convenience of the purchase. None of the money you spend with them benefits the local community. Okay, so you save a dollar, but you've also just removed more than one dollar from the local community. And please don't get me off on the tangent about the impact of the virtual publishing world on authors, publishers, and readers. So lest I digress any further, uh, let us get back on track and talk about indie book retailers. So why are they so vital in a community? Independent book retailers are vital uh, cultural hubs in local communities all across the country. Most often found nestled in a town's retail center. Some even anchor a historic downtown shopping area like churches, courthouses, and community centers. Some independent bookstores are exclusively freestanding book retail stores, while others spring up as nascent book nook inside a cozy specialty retail store. You know, whether large or small, a bookstore attracts readers of all ages. What's better than witnessing little kids running around an indie bookstore? What's better than that? Successful book retailers cater to nurturing the love of books in children and adults. Many indie bookstores host book clubs, author events, themed reading groups, lectures, and other activities that open the door to new thoughts and new ideas. And their shelves are most likely packed to the brim where hours can pass as customers explore ponder, and perhaps discover an unexpected gem that sparks their reading curiosity. A local independent bookstore offers a home to both authors and readers and offers a welcoming haven where both can come together and feel comfortable and at ease. It's also a place for like-minded individuals to gather together and exchange ideas. Try doing that at Amazon books, uh, Barnes and Noble, or Books a Million, or any of those kind of places. With these thoughts in mind, this morning I have invited two very special guests to join me. Laura Meredith is the owner of Noonan Book Company, a welcome addition to downtown Noonan's historic downtown community in the past year. Inside her new location on Jackson Street, just off Court Square, she offers a well-stocked collection of current bestsellers, classics, and books for all ages and interest for readers to peruse when wandering into her store. Say good morning, Laura. Good morning. We're glad to have you here today, and I'm glad everybody's warm inside here. It's been a little brisky today. But we also have Jenny Jones. Is She is the owner of the Corner Arts Gallery Studios and Gifts, a long-time retail store full of locally crafted items of every description made by a bevy of talented artists, artisans, and authors. Nestled among her displays of paintings and handcrafted items is the store's growing local Georgia author book nook. Now, before I ask them to talk a little bit about their unique stores, I'd like for us to take a, a little journey back in time, a brief walk back to the time when Louis Guizard meandered downtown Noonan to visit Scott's Bookstore. I've always heard that Scott's Bookstore was Louis Guizard's bookstore. That's where he wanted to hang out and he had many, many book launches there. 
The once beautiful store sat on the corner of South Court Square and LaGrange Street, right across, nestled right across from the Noonan Carnegie Library, which we were introduced to last month. And it sits in the shadow of the beautiful courthouse building here in Coweta County. Sadly, the bookstore closed over a dozen years ago. It now is a music store, sells custom skateboards alongside handcrafted guitars and a vast collection of LP vinyl records. So what I'm curious about, and I'm going to ask Laura and Jenny about this, is talk a little bit about you know Scott's Bookstore moment, because there's a legacy there that I think Noonan would love to hang on to. There's many listeners, I'm sure. You know, you both have been around Noonan long enough to either experience it personally or heard all of the wonderful stories. So I'm going to ask each of you to talk about it. I'm curious because my wife and I moved to Noonan um, just after Mrs. Scott closed her bookstore. So I never really had the wonderful uh, opportunity to walk in there. Certainly didn't walk in to say hello to Louis Gazard. I moved to here long, long after that happened. So, Laura, tell me a little about what you've heard about Scott's bookstore and how it possibly has helped you. Well, Miss Scott, um, most people refer to her as Miss Earlene when they come into my shop. And there have been so many wonderful, wonderful stories uh, about Miss Earlene, and I hope that I get to meet her one day. I, too, moved here after Scott's closed, so I never got the uh, pleasure of visiting there. But I have parents of young children that come in that frequented Miss Scott's uh, Mm -hmm. back when they were little. And some of their fondest memories were getting to go buy stickers at Miss Scott's. When they got something, um, they accomplished something at school, got a good grade, or they finished uh, a big project at school, oftentimes their reward was to go to scott's bookstore and if you were old enough you got to cut the stickers yourself with the scissors but you had to be a certain height is is my understanding (laughs) but uh, i think she sold them for a penny a dime 25 cents and um so in in that tradition i do have a small uh selection of stickers that we are trying to uh give that same memory to the children of the parents that uh, enjoyed Scott's. So uh, that, among many other stories as to how her collection, she just did an amazing job of keeping in mind every person that she knew in, in Noonan and would call them and say, I have the perfect book for you. You've got to come check this out. Wow. So just amazing customer service and relationships. So like, so many of your customers have been waiting for you to open up so that they can come share some of those stories with you and memories. Yes, I love it. I love every one of them. So yeah. I'm so blessed to, to hear them. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I, that speaks exactly what we're speaking about today because I know who's going to give them the warm, fuzzy feelings about, excuse me, Barnes & Noble, but – you know, you know there there are some exceptions at the Barnes and Noble store. I do know that, but generally speaking, it's a corporate store. Uh, and here, you also have a store that its legacy is going on well beyond the, it closing its doors. Um, I, people still, when I'm on, the, on when I'm on Court Square and I look up and I see the 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 the, the, the signage above the awning that's hidden by the tree, but people recognize it, and I'll hear them go, "Gosh, I remember Scott's bookstore." 
Yeah, and I think that's cool. Jenny, you, your store is right next door to Miss Scott's, uh, the bookstore. So tell us, and I know you've been there for long enough to have some fond memories for sure. Yeah, I was born and raised here. So um, Miss Scott's always been a special person in my life. And we, even when her store was over on Perry Street, um, we would go over there when I was little and um, check. Well, we didn't check out books. We checked books out at the Carnegie Library because that was the only library we had at the time. And um, you could go find any any book you were looking for. I mean, great kids' books, great kids' items, you know, like for gifts. And um, I always went and purchased books for any, you know, any gift I needed to give. And um, you could walk in there, and you would know everybody, and, you know, you could any of the ladies would help you, you know, find what you needed. And Miss Scott always had a smile on her face. And, you know, I, I still enjoy talking to her. She'll call me on the phone. and um, But um, it was a great place. I hated to see it close. It closed, I think she closed either right before I opened or right after. So, um, but, you know, I have fond memories and uh you know i remember the paintings that were done around the the top of the store oh, wow. that they've covered up now um i can't remember the girl's name that did it i can see her face that's an old thing an age thing <laughs> that you wouldn't know about clay but um but anyway it was just you know it was it was the place on the corner to go for any anybody a gift and i remember my daddy always loved she would always have the new western books in the paperbacks Mm. and she would call us and say jenny we got these paperbacks in i think your daddy's probably ready for a new set so we that was always his presence you know so so it was a great and, and even now i'm like okay people will call so where are you located well i'm right next to scott's bookstore so, um, oh, I know where that is. So it's a good, um, it's a great memory. So. so how did some of those memories inspire you to, um, you know, get started creating a bookstore inside of your own store? Well, um, my thought when I retired was we needed something local in downtown Newnan. So when I started with the local uh, artist and teaching classes and then um well you came in but before you came in was um i'm i'm losing my names today um beers carla cook smith okay yeah she brought in some of her books Mm -hmm. and her books were the first ones we sold and bless her heart she's not with us anymore Mm -hmm. and then miss elizabeth beers brought her history book in and bless her heart, she's not with us anymore. And uh, then, lo and behold, Mike Brown comes in. <laughs> Jenny, I've got this book. And then we started, and that was five years ago, that wasn't it? That was five years ago, yep. yep so exactly. we started with our little shelf, then we called it our local author book nook. So, and, and it's I'm growing. glad you didn't wait for me to write the next the book and the next book. Yeah. We would never have, Mm-mm. you got like 200 
Yeah, we've got over 200 titles now, and it's well, great. A great wonderful. kids' area. Well, you know, it, you know those memories uh, looking back, and I think, you know, I, I've traveled to a lot of bookstores from South Georgia, North Florida, to the Carolinas, all the way up to even up northeast and even in Michigan um, in some of my book travels. And to go in to see some of these bookstores, people just – there's just this warm feeling when you go into an older independent bookstore. And you've always got a welcoming smile. And I know anytime I walk into Laura's store, you know – her head pops up, you know, she's attentive to, you know, the people that are in the store. There's always somebody perusing around the bookshelves anytime you're open. And I'm seeing the same thing happening with Corner Arts Gallery when I go there. And uh, I think that's awesome. Um, but save some of the more details about that in a moment. So, you know, I want to thank both of you for those, that memory walk back because I think it is important that we do cherish those t- uh, memories of places like Scott's Bookstore. Okay, so now the biggest book-selling season is upon us. Drum roll. You know, Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and people are already starting to look for their Christmas gift list to fill them up. Laura, I'm sure traffic is picking up in your store for sure. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful. Um, we opened in April over on Brown Street um, on the corner of Brown and Washington, and... Uh, got the opportunity two months ago to move closer to the square so it's it's been wonderful uh, oftentimes and Jenny probably feels the same way we look out our window and just feel like we're in a Hallmark movie yeah. it's just so beautiful and uh, so much more foot traffic obviously on the square so um, it's it's been a, a real blessing to, to be able yeah. to move closer. Well I'm so glad you did I think that's awesome because literally I can say you're on the square even though it's a what, 15 steps off the corner? Yeah, about like that, yeah. <laughs> you know, my long steps maybe. But, yeah, no, it's right there. We're so glad that you're here. But, you know, just as a remind those people that are listening, let me tell you something about books. They're lasting gifts for family and friends. Folks, they don't need batteries. They arrive with no assembly required. They travel well and remain ready to be used at a moment's notice. Now, think about all of those Christmas gifts that you buy that somebody complains that you didn't either supply the batteries or the proper instructions or they can't get it, that it's not as easy to operate as it was. I mean, our technology today, you almost have to have a PhD to do some of it. A book is a book. You just open it up and start reading. And you can hold it. You can hold and it. And you can turn, you can dog ear pages and put your notes on it, you know. Yeah. You can't do that with one of these Kindle things, whatever that is, <laughs> you know. I mean, really. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, in the time we have remaining today, you know, um, I, I really this is going to let you guys do some talking here. I've done enough. I want you to offer our listeners a little bit about your stores. You know, the uniqueness about it. What, you know, how you see things uh, coming up in in the holiday season. Maybe some special events or programs, or how is it being the store being decorated? I mean, Thanksgiving is right. What next Thursday? By the time this broadcast, it'll be right upon us. Clay, I'm sure we get this out just before Thanksgiving, right? All right. <laughs> but the Christmas season, shopping season, is now with us right now. And downtown Noonan, and Laura's already alluded to it. Jenny's already, you know, her eyes went aglow too. 
I just posted a video of a recalling of Christmases a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic hit. With it, it still blows my mind to see the trees lit up, the twinkle. There's that little bit of that that winter haze that starts to you know just make it look pretty, and you have the car headlights and the traffic and kids and the giggles and the sounds that are going on on Noonan Square. Um, folks, if you're not from downtown Noonan, if you if you have not experienced Noonan and you're listening to this. Mark your calendar, look on your map, get your GPS out, and come on down to noon and, and experience something that is truly magical. So I would definitely invite you. Um, the sidewalk traffic is uh, is ticking up right now as we approach the holiday season, and I expect this season will be one of a very, very busy one because people are now – last year we got off of the pandemic pretty quickly in Noonan, and, uh, and we had a good year last year. But I think this year will be even better and bigger. I really do. We hope, right? <laughs> well, we're wishing for good things for you guys, that's for sure. So this time around, I'm going to flip it around, and I'm going to have Jenny do talk first. Tell us a little bit more about Corner Arts Gallery and Gifts. Um, tell us about upcoming events, You know what listeners can expect when they come to uh, visit your store on South Court Square. Well, we have uh, the Holiday Sip and See is this coming Friday night. And then we've got um, the day after Thanksgiving, we have Plaid Friday, which is a nice way, colorful way of saying Black Friday. And then, oh my gosh, y'all, on Friday nights at 6 o'clock, when Santa Claus comes through town on that old fire truck around the court square, I mean, I just, I just, I watch for him every year. It just, it's, I'm like one of those little kids, you know. Oh my gosh, there's Santa Claus! And then on the next day, we have, um, it's called Small Business Saturday, which um, helps. I think American Express helps us local mm-hmm. or small businesses. And then on um, Saturday, December the. 10th is it the ninth? December the 10th yeah the Christmas parade it's a Christmas parade and the theme is gingerbread houses so um that should be a fun night too so um and there's a lot more going on and all the shops are decorating for Christmas and uh and in our shop we uh we do you know paint your own ceramics now and you remember those old Christmas trees that your mom or your grandmother did oh yeah you can come to the to my shop and do one of those your own or we'll do it for you and uh, it's just so much fun when I open that kiln and all those colors just pop you know it's just it's like Christmas morning but we teach all sorts of classes and uh, for all ages and we have all these local author books we have over 200 titles now and then all of our gifts are all local artists gifts all handmade nothing made in china and um there's about 86 people involved in the gallery now so uh, it just i just feel thrilled blessed and it just warms my heart so y'all come on down we're right on the square wonderful yeah i, I get that, that that fuzzy feeling when i go in there I, i'm amazed I, I i have a wonderful creative talented wife She's the one that has all of that knack. I might be able to throw a word together here and there and do a word salad, but she, you know, to see these artisans and artists do what they do is uh, is actually amazing. And I feel honored that you know some of us uh, writing hacks, us wordsmiths, are allowed to have our books among some of that talent. That's awesome. 
So let me switch this over to Laura now, because now you've got this new location now right there on Jackson Street, right? You know, like we talked about, 15, 16 long strides off of the corner. Um, so you could technically say that the courthouse shadow does fall upon you at least one part of the day. There you go. Yeah. And um, you, you almost you have to go drive by the Noonan Book Company when you come into downtown Noonan from Jackson Street. That's it's right. a one-way street. You got it. That's right. Now, parking might be a premium this year. I expect Always. it to be. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of chuckles with that. Folks, if you come into downtown noon and be prepared to have walking shoes because you may not park immediately down, down on the square. Um, but y'all, don't let that slow you down. So, Laura, talk about your shop. Tell us what's cooking coming up. And um, Well, yes, thank you. Uh, as Jenny said, we are just so grateful that uh, Main Street Noonan organizes and the town of Noonan organizes so many events that really support the uh, downtown merchants and uh, I am as well looking forward to Santa I just it'll be my first I've never been downtown in the six years but um, I'm very excited that my grandchildren are going to be here for the Christmas parade so uh, that's that's on my um, to-do list with them and it's and it's just very exciting um we have uh, the first Saturday of every month. We have been doing story time for the littles. We call them our littles, our little readers, um, preschool through second grade. Um, and now that uh, market days are over, we are still going to continue doing the first Saturday of every month before the store opens at ten. We have uh, story time at nine thirty, and it's been very successful. The parents come. Mm-hmm. Um, with the the little kids and uh it's they wanted to keep going they said are you going to keep going even though market days are over and i said yes we are so that that we're very excited about and on december 16th friday buddy the elf is coming to noonan book company uh from the movie elf we're very excited and he is going to be there for uh taking pictures and um jumping around and smiling because that is his favorite as we all know so we're excited about buddy coming so that'll be from four to eight on uh december the 16th friday wonderful wonderful. so we're excited about that and um i as jenny said just speaking about her store and how wonderful it is which it is uh, I, i imagine it's the only place in town where you can actually buy harry potter earrings which i have done for my daughter and um it's it's just wonderful everything she's got in her shop is wonderful so um and then to be so talented in the arts as well um our store, Noonan Book Company, is a little different than a, a normal book company in that we I share space with the Hug Box, which is also a gift shop. So uh, local artisans like Jenny, I just love their philanthropy and, and committed to um, Made in America and um, supporting the local creatives and i just think it's it's wonderful and so um i'm very happy that to be in business sort of even though we're two separate businesses in one space uh with vicki sanders and the hug box so when you walk through the door it's a two for one so you get two shops for one and uh we just invite everybody to come um come and experience both because that's what we are trying to offer is an experience um, not just a shopping 
money transaction. We we want to give you a relationship. We want to talk to you about what you've been reading. Um, and it's always a place of conversation. And um, just come see us to see Jackson Street. There you go. <laughs> right. Fantastic. No, I <clears> – <throat> That that's that that in itself is a great commercial advertisement right there. You know, both of you have done a great job in, in encouraging that and but you what you're hearing from what both of these young ladies are sharing is uh you know, the, the special flavor, the you know, the the atmosphere um that an independent book retailer can offer to you. It doesn't always have to be all just nothing but just shelves upon shelves and rows upon rows of books. There's other things that can be happening inside that store to 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 communicate the creativity aspects. I love it when I see, you know, uh, Miss Jenny's got her uh, children books set off now in a special bookshelf. And I know, Laura, you've got your Saturday morning kid thing going on all the time. And uh, so that getting kids at a young age to begin reading is so magical it's one of the reasons that the hometown novel writers association um helps make donations to the coeta first readers program uh, that was something we started doing as of this summer uh so because the more kids read the more the adults read it is it listen carefully uh those that are listening how many times have I been out on the sidewalk and talking with my books selling, and a couple will walk by, and I'll say, what do you like to read? And the person immediately says, well, I don't read. I said, what do you mean you don't read? Well, I've just never fallen in love with reading. To me, that my heart just, just melts at that particular moment that somebody doesn't bother to grab a book and open it up. So I, I do, you know, just want to have that final word to, of thought uh, to share with this uh, with Laura and Jenny, and I, I'm so pleased that they could join us today to talk about the the value and the importance of the local bookstore retailer. Um, and kind of, I'm not saying don't buy from Amazon. I'm just telling you this, and I'm not telling you not to go to Barnes and Noble over on Ashley Park, but I am telling you if you want to have that special feeling, you want your money to stay in Coweta County in noonan then you go to the local retailers and if you're you know while you're on the square there's other retailers that are all independently locally owned that deserve you to walk into their stores and for every dollar that you put in there i'm guaranteeing you that 75 percent or 70 percent of that dollar is making it back into the community and that's important for us. And this is what makes Noonan unique. Uh, so I do encourage you to hesitate to say, oh, yeah, I, I'll just order it here with my Amazon button or whatever. Okay, and I don't want any nasty Gramsum Jeff Bezos coming at me. But, you know, I, I really think that uh, you can have a much better experience and, and have memories um, venturing into the bookstores. Well, listen, um, next month um, we're going to be uh, doing introducing you to several new published books by local hometown authors. Um, many are, have been members of the Hometown Novel Writers Association. We've had a busy year, and I'd like to introduce you to a few of them. Um, the Hometown Novel Writers Association has formalized this year, and we continue to want to introduce local authors to the local audiences south of Atlanta. And we also have begun very actively helping aspiring writers on the journey to publishing their books. 
We have virtual uh, critique group now that's very uh, engaging and giving you an opportunity to have authors look and read back and forth their different works uh, once a month. And now weekly, uh, yours truly is uh, hosting a writer's uh, meeting uh, at Corn Arts Gallery. Thank you, Jenny, for offering us. Um, the back of her store, and uh, which we are now um, running out of space already, so we're having to flow into a second studio uh, with the number of writers. It's amazing how many people actually are interested in trying to write a book, and uh, hopefully we can help them along the way. In talking about hometown novel writers, I do want to put a plug in real quick. Um, this Thursday night, we may not get this podcast in time for that, but if we do, God bless it. Thank you, Clay. But Thursday night, uh, Carnegie Library, 6.30. We've got four wonderful authors that will be presenting. This will be our year-end event. Uh, and um, in, next, in the next podcast in December, we'll kind of give you a sneak preview of some of the author programs and writer programs that we're going to be offering in 2023. So I would ask you this. If you're on downtown Noonan and you see me, you see Clay, if he ever comes out of his cubby hole here at Noonan Times Herald, if his wife lets him out, and you see Jenny or Laura at their stores, please let them know that you heard this podcast. We really would enjoy hearing from you. And from the Noonan Times Herald building, and I want to say thank you to Clay Neely, our producer, I am Mike Brown signing off until next month. Tune in for Christmas for the edition of Hometown Novel News.